0: Ready?
1: Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, a video game music podcast, episode 17-4. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm for <laughs> new. Every time I do that now, I'm like I'm getting closer and closer to William Shatner. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm just nowhere to
2: getting. I'm not getting anywhere closer to being share. I'm just Pernell. You're just how would
1: share be?
2: No, I'm share. Just says like the one name thing. Like who are you? I'm share, not share Cuddy or whatever oh, her, her last name, yeah, name yeah, was. Yeah. was. Like I'm Pernell. Soon
1: you're just gonna be a symbol. Pretty. That would be a, yeah. an ampersand. The ampersand. <laughs> just just the ampersand. I'm tilde. Um, we are a video game music podcast listening to great music of all consoles and all generations. If it's great, we're going to find it. And every month we do a live stream recording of our episodes just for our Patreon subscribers. So if you are a member of our Patreon at patreon.com slash rhythm and pixels, heck, go figure. <laughs> That's the name of it. Um, go over there and for just a dollar a month, you can feed Pernell for a day.
2: Let's <laughs> be real. That's not even a day. It's more like five minutes. Wait a minute. For a
1: dollar a month... You feed Pernell for a day.
2: Well, I mean,
1: we need some money, guys. During,
2: during, during like Valentine's clearance specials, I get those bags of conversation hearts on clearance. They're like forty cents. <laughs> I can ration two two hearts every hour or two. Mm. You know, that's nutritious, delicious. It's good stuff. That's I, right. You, you and,
1: and, I, and I get encouraging messages with each one. I feel like they're um like they're ninety percent talc and ten percent sugar. <laughs> I can eat all of those things. Oh man. Um, So yeah, we do a live stream for, for them. So right now we are live streaming for Patreon, but we're also recording an episode at the same time doing two things at the same time. That's what you get with a podcast of this caliber. After years of doing this podcast and after years of being friends, we finally can do all these different things at once.
2: I don't know how that's possible, but we try anyway. We just do our best. We just drink lots of beverages like well, yeah. and
1: hope for the best. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, like you do actually. I
2: I kinda cut that back. But And odd side note, I, I want to mention this before I forget. So we I'm not sure who else in this in this group has come to appreciate this, but as you know, possibly well, not nearly yesterday when the time this episode releases, but yesterday they announced Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Yeah, let's talk about for Pokemon
1: for a little while. Like
2: let's get real
1: about Pokemon. Well,
2: there's no real. What this is just it. Like it's amazing how this is going on because of course the first thing happened was they they said <clears throat> here's the region that they reveal, blah blah blah. And then they revealed the three new Pokemon that they had. They wanted to show off. Like, here are the guys you can
1: start your journey with. And for the record, <laughs> okay, when you guys started, first of all, when you and like Orvi and like and Chris Baines, I think they were like just posting in Facebook, just just names: Scrabble, wall And I was like, what is happening in the world? <laughs> but you saw who knew. And then I was like, immediately Googled like that name, and it's like, oh, it's Pokemon. That's right. The blood was swirling in the in the Facebook pool. The word the world makes sense again. <laughs> See, Stephen Miller's all like
2: water water. Pokemon is the best star. But like, yeah, Sobble's cool, but Score Bunny it's a soccer rabbit. I can't hate on a soccer
1: rabbit. His name is Score Buddy. Score Buddy. He's oh. a scrappy soccer
2: bunny oh, and that. he's
1: on fire. All right, so I interrupted you completely about what you were this thing you started no it leads into
2: that it's cool because it's it's related so like you know of course everybody's talking about you know their first Pokemon which is the norm Mm. and like I said score bunnies for tops but the thing that's really clicking was made me smile so hard for the past two days is once they revealed the region people immediately tied it to England like I said they're, they're replicating England for this game And then it became the running joke to say, what if all the Pokemon traders spoke with, like, English slang, England slang? Oh. Like, oh, you want, mate? You want Pokemon battle with me? Yo.
1: (laughs) Your your Pikachu gonna get marked.
2: It's so good. (laughs) Like, somebody, like, made, like, a Twitter account and posted a bunch of random, like, statements. (laughs) And then, like, a voice actress Uh. from over there was like, oh, I'm gonna jump on this. So she started voicing all the quotes.
1: That's amazing. And
2: it was just so good, like... We're just like, is the Pope Catholic or what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oi, gal, you want to do, I have to do a Pokemon Balladay? She's like, is the Pope Catholic?
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, Michael from the Forever Sound Version podcast, he's from the north of England, so they probably got extra crazy slang. We oh, have yeah. yeah.
2: Like, I thought I had an understanding of it, but now no, I'm learning are, I really right. don't.
1: <laughs> no. I really don't. That's next level.
2: Oh, uh, Chris Murray, you can get into them. Just make this your first. That's all. The whole the thing that makes Pokemon games fun to get into, aside from the fact that they're just genuinely fun games in their own right, but I think what makes them tick is the social aspect that also comes with it. You like talking with other people. What Pokemon did you pick to start the game with? You know, how'd you do on the third gym? You know, I'm going to beat your butt with this cool Pokemon that nobody's ever going to use because that's just how I operate around here. You know, it's just it's just the feeling of. Pokemon with friends and then we go to mm-hmm. MAGFest every year and have the Pokemon Jump Tourney everybody's stepping up to okay. battle and it's just so fun to watch people bring yeah, up their people that's right. and scrap with, with, with
1: the whole new Switch game like the, the, the competition's gonna get actually probably ramped up
2: Oh, yeah, yeah because be the Switch, I think, is more popular than the 3DS was like, oh,
1: pretty much already. Oh, everyone loves the Switch.
2: So, like, I think it's And very... I don't
1: know why. No. <laughs> well, let's not go there. No, I've been, I've <laughs> been thinking what? about it. I've been thinking about a Switch, actually, because there's so many things on it. There are so many things on it for now. Yeah. So many wonderful things. So, this week is not just live-streamed, right? Uh, we also what? have... All of our music choices that we're gonna to listen to today are from the Patreon subscribers. That is true. Which and is, I'm gonna tell you something. I like when we get Patreon subscribed
2: tracks so much because not only does it give us a break, gives woo, us a day off.
1: But Except that we have to, to do the last Well, I mean screen. day off like, as far yeah.
2: as like choosing tracks. Yeah. But See, I like Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? No, no, what I I like the fact that we get a lot of tracks that I, at least I can't speak for you, but at least for me, I can say I think it's for you too, though. That it's a lot of tracks that I don't think I would have thought to pick.
1: No, yeah, we get some. Yeah, it kind of opens us to another world of of tracks. Um, and and,
2: and games. I actually bought a game based on with Ooh, someone on right. the suggestion. Well, let's let's get to
1: that. Then I'm curious about that one. All right, I think I know which one it is, but I'm I'm, I'm going to wait till it comes up. My first my first track because this is an even numbered episode, so Dude. going first. This one comes to us from... (laughs) You're just laughing. This one comes to us from Christopher Shenstrom. This is from the game Furry. F-U-R-I. I'm pretty sure it's Fury. (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure it's Furry. Furry? (laughs) Uh. No, it's, it's actually I know it's Fury. It's one of these games I've I've been really interested in playing. Um, it's out on all the modern consoles. It's one of those things where it's like it's available on Steam and PS4 and Switch and all that stuff. So, um, and this track is called "Wisdom of Rage" and it's by the composer Wave Shaper. And he picked this because he knows that I'm really into uh, synthwave music lately. Oh, and that's the kind of talking
2: at the French strings.
1: Yeah, he he knows what I'm after. So.
2: Also, Chris Murray is a monster mm. because he responded
1: to my comment
2: about learning picking up games from based on suggestions by going like Cartoon Network Matchland, which by the way now that is horrible because I updated my cell phone because my old ones bored on battery. Oh, light. are you
1: are you installing it again? I, I'm no. So here's, here's are I you s- installing it again? I
2: tried, but I couldn't. I did, even though I did the backup and all, I didn't update the the, you the lost like, your game save. No, no. I have to carry around two phones so I can still play Cartoon Network Matchland <laughs> on my old phone. I was almost
1: gonna be like, "Wait, we're talking about more games again?" But a whole lot. That's amazing. You, where's your other phone?
2: Well, it's actually at home because it's charging, and I know I wouldn't <laughs> be playing it here. So you can't get it on there because you, know, you log in with like an account, right? No, nah, this is like it just holds. It just houses the file. It doesn't store the game file oh, on a cloud or anything. Oh
1: my gosh! So. No. It's horrible. I know.
2: But, you, but, I'm, but at the same time, I'm glad I'm not playing it on my primary phone. Right, right. It's I, a horrible addiction. It's is not,
1: Chris's fault. It's not, it's not bad. It's just a different thing. I have words about that. So, but anyway, let's listen to some music. This is Wisdom of Rage from Fury by the composer Wave Shaper. And this was brought to us by Chris Senstrom) was wisdom of rage from the game fury composed by the artist wave shaper and that came to us from christopher shenstrom thank you i was a i actually found much joy in that it reminded me well as many
2: people in the chat mentioned it reminded them of like a form of various club form of club music yeah as one person like put
1: dark it. though yeah <laughs> like dark club music i, I club music
2: mm. like what was it like? Somebody suggested like it you know, basically reminds them of like you know a track you'd be getting bottle service to. <laughs> and honestly, game wise, it made me think of another game that I like called Neurovoider. Yes, the OST is very similar in oh, style.
1: Oh, I need to look it up. I think it's the s- same. Like same composer? Yeah, maybe. That would be random. <laughs>
3: But like, I like,
1: forget. Oh, it's like, a bunch of comp- composers.
2: But that was a large part of why I like *Neurovoider*. Was the OST? It's not my usual fare, but when I played the game itself, it felt good to kind of just skate around the arena to that
1: that style of music, and the, like the dark lighting kind of just added to the effect too. Oh man, yeah, that I, I, we played it at your place, and I really enjoyed it. It's, it's kind of got that that feeling like um, *Neurovoider* has that feeling of um, enter the dungeon. I almost said, like, Revenge of the Gunman. <laughs>
2: Come on, that could also be a fun <laughs> it's, game. It's very
1: much Enter the Gungeon, but mixed with, like, more, like, tactical, like, kind of, like, making sure you've got, like, the right weapons, and and, and you're moving. Like, where Enter the Gungeon, I feel it's a lot more, like, hectic.
2: There's, oh, this Norgor can get hectic, too. Oh, It's yeah. a matter of how far in you get. Mm-hmm. And all that, the only thing that's different between the two is that there's more planning between the levels, which can get old, in a sense, unless you're, like, just... Willing to accept Giving yourself a 10 second timer Just to put on Wherever you can And then get diving mm-hmm. But this track as a whole Was a quality choice selection You said You said Which one Who gave it to you You said Chris this was um, from
1: Christopher Shenstrom. Christopher
2: uh, Shenstrom, right? We so, have a lot of Chris <laughs> listeners. That's why I was like, you
1: said it was from which Chris? So the no, Neurovoider, I'm sorry, Neurovoider was composed by Dan Terminus. <laughs> Enter the Gungeon Two: Revenge of the Gunman. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge. I, I swear, that's a Chris Murray original there, dude. Uh, was there, was what's that company called? Roll Seven and Devolver, like that's right in there. Like that's their sense of humor. For that, that's just a sense of humor. It would be. uh, It would be. Um, Revenge of the Gunman. That's what this song sounds like. Well, it's preparing for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm super in the synthwave now. I have a new YouTube page um, where I'm doing mixes of just new synthwave music. So uh, mainly remixes and covers of popular songs and video game music. Um, and then a bunch of other stuff, too. So it's just a lot of stuff that I already have I'm putting together with animated backgrounds of Star Trek um, scenes all kind of messed up so if you look it up it's called hyperspace rest stop so where did you choose that name it's a I, great name but why that name because i wanted to i wanted to be like it's like interstellar but also like you're a truck driver
2: <laughs> you know <laughs> Gal- you're a galaxy trucker
1: yeah galaxy trucker essentially like i wanted i wanted to like be like oh like you're traveling through space and you're delivering things to, to different planets, but then like you stop at a at a at a, at a space station or a planet, and you're, and you're chilling out, and this music's playing. I can dig Because it's like, it's the future, but it's also kind of real and dirty at the same time. It's the future, but you still need gas money. Yeah, exa- yeah exactly. You still need gas money to get to the next place. Um, yeah, and I, I love the style of music, and I love Star Trek, and it all fits together. So, Hyperspace, Rest Stop, you check that out. Or not, whatever. I'm going to keep doing it. It's fun stuff to do.
2: Yeah, that's what awesome, it's all about. You just mm-hmm. do it because you like
1: it, and if people listen, that's cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, So, mobile games. What about them? They f- they fit in a place like the toilet. <laughs> but you love it. The toilet. You love both of those things. That is true. I do like the toilet. You love the. You love the, You love this mobile game, and I I think that's okay.
2: It's not about. Are love. you
1: doing it to the exclusion of like things you should be doing? Like other games? Yes. <laughs> no. See. I, okay. So there's there's different games for different things, right? So there's um there's games you play. For a story, like mm-hmm. really deep, heavy things, like oh, I want to know what's going on with this. I want to be a part of the action. And there's games you play for competition, Pokemon, right? Oh, or yeah. Street Fighter. You play those games to get better at somebody else. And there's a community. Oh, but yeah. then there's games in between where it's like, you know, I'm like, I'm waiting at the DMV, where I'm at work, and I don't feel like doing this. But you, and you don't want to be sucked into something that's competitive. You don't want to be. You don't have the time to get into a story. So match three. And those types of games are perfect.
2: I think for me, it's just a weird situation. Like, the, <laughs> middle, I admit, you're it, applying the stigma. No, there, no, there, there's a bit, but I'll admit the Chris Murray effect in regards to suggesting <coughs> this game has brought boiled it down a little bit more than build, build it down from what it used to be. But the issue is that specifically, I didn't really want to play games on a mobile device. I want to play it on my cell phone. I have I have consoles for that, right? And I want to use those consoles to play my games on them. So. A game on a cell phone is just another means of which to drain the battery on my phone. Uh, and that annoys me. But the other thing is that hmm. I feel like mobile games have become like the frontier where people can just dump whatever they want on there.
1: Yep. It's like, a- kind of like how the Wii
2: felt when that came out and how like some aspects of Steam are was like, hey, you want this game that's hardly a game, but it's
1: on there and it's. Well, think about it, oil. right? Also, like uh, people who. People who. And I'm not arguing here, but I'm, I'm just like, another perspective is that if you're producing video games. Like uh, Nintendo, right? They have a console. Like they're trying to sell these things to people who play video games. Yeah. Okay, now if you're making games for a phone, you're making games for everybody. Yeah, because everyone has a phone. Yeah, most everyone's going to have a access to a smartphone to play something. And so suddenly, I could make a game. That would never be on on Nintendo Switch because it pick be, your nose DX. Yeah, or it's just you tap the screen and it turns blue, and I charge two dollars for it. And, and it, someone
2: bought it, and it will it will work, or and something. it floods the market.
1: Yeah, oh, and you wouldn't see that games like that on the Switch or even like yeah, because like like oh yeah, who's going to spend money on the Switch or their, the Xbox to play this stupid game? But on the phone, people are buying it because maybe their toddler likes hitting colors,
3: you know.
2: And I've definitely seen that kind of thing too. I think ultimately. I admit that there is I come to accept that there is a place for mobile games mm-hmm. there is a place it's just that if you look at Pernell and say what does he want his games on I want him on a console so to put this in perspective that's more like where I can make it about me and not like you know the usual if it makes anyone happy that's good because that's my usual shtick but let's say for instance, let's take Breath of Fire one of my old time favorite RPG series right mm-hmm. yeah I want a sequel to that badly I really do I went on a game machine that I will enjoy playing it on, with buttons and a controller that feels good to hold. And then years later, we learned there's a port, there's a sequel in the works. Although I think it actually did eventually come out. There was a sequel in the works, and it was a mobile phone sequel.
1: Brother, fire got relegated to my cell phone. Yeah. And I, I'm I,
2: like, that's where I'm yeah, like, what are you doing?
1: Games like that, I need buttons for. I downloaded the the Shining Force series from the Genesis. Uh huh. You could put them on the phone and play them there, but it's the the buttons; they don't feel right, and I feel like i I feel like, and, and, and it's an RPG, but like you still have to be kind of precise about where you're moving your units and selecting your items. Yeah, the it's game frustrating.
2: If the game doesn't have touch controls, I don't want it on my phone. That's another
1: aspect of yeah. it. if it I, doesn't I, have touch phone. I, part of that is our age too, because there's a lot of of younger people who are, are they they find the touch controls more intuitive because they've grown up with it. And Dave's crazy. So there was an episode of the VG Embassy where he talked about Tetris with Kegeliff and his son Logan. hmm And Logan's favorite versions of Tetris were mobile. I, I can't find it. And, and they asked him, like, do you like using a controller or do you like using the touchscreen? And he said he only prefers the touchscreen. Oh, God, no! So that's the next generation for now. It's a bad generation. It's a bad generation. Bad generation, and that's the only reason they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. That is it. No, nothing else. Honestly, that's the only reason. Now these kids are going to be very bright, very <sighs> tech savvy.
2: They know, they'll know good foods to eat, <laughs> but that darn mobile game tech, I can't get behind it.
1: Oh, you know what's wrong
2: with it? Just I'm trying just to
1: provide perspectives. <laughs> that's all I'm doing here Some dialogue. All right, so we're moving on to our next track because you know what? We got some music to listen to. I'm excited. What's what's your first pick and who's it from?
2: Well, I'm going to go with this bad boy because it surprised me, and wow. I did, like I said, well, we'll get to that. Anyway, the game itself is called Night in the Woods, and the track title is Dusk Stars, composed by Alec Hal- Haloska, and it was suggested by a listener, Chris Steenerson. Another Chris.
1: We got a lot of Chris's on the show. All right, let's listen.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Dusk Stars from the game Night in the Woods, composed by Alec Holoska, com- recommended to us by Chris Steenerson. Mm. Now, this game, I actually purchased it last night is, is because of the fact that I like the
1: track so much. PlayStation 4 only, or
2: I I'm almost I know it's on Steam and mm. it may well be on Xbox
1: One, so I'm going to just
2: say multi-platform
1: just to okay. mention that it can yeah. get to other places. Yeah, I thought the game that you bought based on one of these recommendations was going to be from Morton Gangso. Hey, there's two more, su- there's like three more suggestions. You don't know. Oh, you never know. Well, you just said it was this one. Oh, you mean the game I bought? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Because yeah, I was like, oh, I think I know the one that you bought based on the, uh, the, the music suggestion. No, I'm getting... This is like, some cool music. Well,
2: what's happening to me I'm noticing lately is like, well, first of all, dude, between between Rhythm and Pixels chat and reviews and my own personal log, this might be one of the very rare times I was like, I'm actually glad I just kind of go home and... After work or wherever, like I don't have anyone, 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 or anything take my time because I'm playing a ridiculous amount of <laughs> games right now. Yeah, a lot, a lot going on. And uh, the ones I'm starting to really gravitate towards, it's like I mean, everyone already knows I like to play ridiculously challenging games. But what I've come to really gravitate towards, as an aside from those, is like these relaxing story games. Whether mm. they have a mystery or just hey, these characters are hanging out. Let's see what they're all about today. Yeah. This I'm really enjoying this stuff, and I'd never seen this game. I just know it exists. Mm. So when this track got suggested, I went and looked it up immediately, thinking,
1: huh, "What kind of what does what does the sort of music that Nice in the Woods would have?" Yeah, so I watched the the preview for it in the in the store and um, in like the PlayStation store. I, I didn't buy it, but I was like, oh, "That looks really cool." Um, have you played uh, Donut County? I have not, but I want it. I think you'd be into that. That's the one with the raccoon and the girl become friends in the donut hole. Yeah, but there's like a whole bunch of different characters and they're all like talking to each other and texting with each other. It's really funny. Intriguing. Um, that's another one that's on mobile, which is, which works really well because you're just moving a hole around the screen trying to swallow things up. Chris but is works really of, well. Chris Murray is full of jokes, by the way. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he goes, Oxen free
2: too. Free Oxen. <laughs> no, is this is this free the oxen or is it oxender be just being given away? No, no cost whatsoever associated. Just gotta feed them. Hmm. I don't know, but like, um, what I will say is that I do like the fact that when these suggestions come through, not only do they put us onto like the music itself, but yeah. like I said, the game sometimes too. Like between this. It wasn't a Patreon suggestion, but it was a guest suggestion, that Banner Saga game. I ended up buying that because of the guests. And also, was it Redout? Yeah, Redout. I bought Redout because of one of our guests. Yeah. Like, it's enjoyable to hear what other people think of and what they appreciate and what yeah. they're enjoying. Because a lot of times it just goes over. It just, there's so many games, it just there's goes so over many. my radar. There's
1: so, so many. And and you can read as many publications as you can find. And a lot of times they talk, they talk about the same stuff. So, yeah, it's good to have, like, kind of our own little community here to, to kind of to hear what they're talking about. So if you go to uh, Facebook and go to Rhythm and Pixels chat, we do a lot of chatting up about games. And there's, like, a
2: weird bonding effect that comes from it, too. Like, uh, I know the month's almost over as of, well, as of, the end of today, as it's recording, but Secret of Mana was the game of the month this month. Yes, ooh. And yeah. while I didn't have a ton of time to mm-hmm. play it t- this month, Let's be blunt. I'll be honest. I've played The Living Daylight Side of Secret of Mana. I know it backwards and frontwards. Yeah. So I still feel as though I have enough knowledge to be like, oh, this is one of my favorite games as a child. Mm. But I am curious to see what all of the people who haven't played it yet are going to think of it as adults, seeing it for the first time. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's like okay. As, a, as a kid, as a person who played as a kid, yeah. talking about in the an adult, I'm like it was amazing back then. But as an adult, I can honestly also say it's just okay. You know, it's not it's not exemplary.
1: It's just good. It's just good. But it's got it's and got good, some jankiness too. And good's good. It's oh. good. good. It's good to have. It's good. 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 It's good, good to have.
2: Good, right. Good, good. Good. But um. But yeah. Like it's just it was cool to see everybody come in and talk about the game mm-hmm. and tell us their experiences with it. Whether you beat it or not is irrelevant. Whether you like it or not is irrelevant. It's just you talking about it and sharing it with all of us. It's a it's a community.
1: It it feels like a community in that way. It is, and I am happy for it. Yeah. And for what happy for everybody. Which means eventually we've got to find a game that you'll play for like two seconds. I know, right? It, it'll happen. I was talking about this with Christy about how I have. Um, when I have free time, it's a. Like, you we were, we were talking about this uh, actually, I think on Tuesday, where like some people are, are saying, like, oh, well, you know, if I only had more time, I would be playing more games, but you, you don't have like a wife and kids. Like, you can go home and play all you want. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. And, and you're like, all I can think is like, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. You make time for the things that you want. Mm-hmm. And I've made the choice to, to prioritize other things that I want to do.
2: Of course. That's, yeah. what, that's what I'm saying. The real twist is to find that game. You're like, so I, I got to bump that up.
1: That's what it is. So if I start watching a TV show, like I don't, I don't generally look for new TV shows. But if christie has got something on, I'll get I'll get sucked into it. And suddenly that becomes like, oh, I wanna I wanna see the next episode now. Mm-hmm. So if I start playing a game that that is I'm gonna I'm just gonna start enjoying, then suddenly I'm just gonna be playing it all the time. And that's over. That. Like, um I would have never chosen to watch the reality TV show The Masked Singer. And I came home from lunch today just to watch the finale on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, it was great. Oh, I'm mean, gonna trust me. It was great. It was
2: not enough for me to start it, but I can see myself also being sucked into it but, with one episode. If you
1: can watch the reveals like on YouTube or something, because like, the the winner was... It, it, I had no idea. I it love the fact that
2: away. multiple people in the chat have have latched onto the word janky. <laughs> yeah, janky. I don't know. Let's spread that out. Let's spread it out like wildfire. Yeah, I'm going gonna,
1: gonna to spell it in the chat. Everyone
2: that, just used janky for everything. Janky. <laughs> but like... Um, Jinkies. The funny thing is like... <laughs> Oddly enough, like, every once in a blue moon, I get into, like, shows like that, too. Like, I started watching Assassination Classroom Mm -hmm. on a whim because the premise sounds so hokey that I just wanted to see how they tried to do it. And it somehow has heart, and I'm enjoying it, but the plot is so dumb, but I enjoy watching it. It's... I... I, (laughs) That was a great meme. That was such a good
1: meme. Oh... Oh, is that a thing? Like, Grandma? Secret, Secret of Secret, Nana. Secret of Nana. I like that very much. All right, so I'm going to move on to my next track while we're uh, just chatting up here. Um, I'm going to pick from OK Impala.
0: Impala! Yeah,
1: and um, my love of Yasunori Mitsuda grows with this game. is called Arc Rise Fantasia for the Nintendo Wii. Mm-hmm. This track is called Lascard Skywalk, and it gets composed by Yasunori Mitsuda, and it comes to us from OK Impala. Impala. Okay. Impala. Impala. The heck that was Lascard's Skywalk from the game Arc Rise Fantasia, composed by Yasunori Mitsuda for the Nintendo Wii. And um, I don't know, man. That is like this is—it's like music that you tell a really sad Christmas story to, you know. <laughs> Yeah,
2: it makes me kind of wonder
1: what that actually
2: plays at during the game because it sounds like a dungeon theme. I think, but this sounds
1: sounds like a dungeon theme to you. No, no, I mean the title of it. Oh, the title, yeah. uh, But it sounds like the opening, or like the love between two characters. But the love between they have to part ways. No, the story about a man who
2: sold his game collection for an inferior console, and then the longing he felt. As he desired more than anything (laughs) to reacquire said collection. But the realization comes that the game collection market has priced all of his games into oblivion. (laughs) He will never have that collection again. Never again. Never again. But he'll always have the memories and the feelings and the thoughts that he experienced while he played those games. (laughs) There was Earthbound. Eating a hamburger never from inside of a filthy trash can.
1: Burn Chrono Trigger. Going to the Millennium Fair. Those
2: Fighting so a bad. giant robot
1: <laughs> with a
2: Burn toy sword for some reason. Down. Why would you do that? Magic Knight Rayhearth, based on an anime yeah. that you have never actually seen. But boy, howdy, did you enjoy running around with those three girls with toy swords. Being the tar out of cartoon monsters. <laughs> Shining Force Three, a Shining wonderful strategy RPG for that for I adored months. to death, but returned to the store within ten days <laughs> because I was allowed to. Never got two and three as actual official releases in the United States. Why, of Why? I don't understand.
1: Games I want back. The games he wants back But the money's not there But we are
2: broke So sad He's broke <laughs> I just want my games But yes, right, go, that's right, the kind right. of story you tell to a track like that, that a I want my games back That
1: was a really long bit
2: But it was a worthy
1: bit it because it's set. so
2: true <laughs> Except for the Shining Force 3 part because I did get it back By trading away a copy of Albert Odyssey for it and That's then I good. got that game back 10 years later Ooh. on an Anime Central
1: panel. So I was I was getting, um, we went to a place to get our taxes done because we got a lot of extra weird stuff this year. And, and I wanted to get it, went to an accountant. So it's, all, it's a, I want to say it's a family of accountants. No, it was a building um, for an accountant firm. And as we were leaving, we, we on the woman at the counter. She would, we, we go to pay her and she was doing kind of the admin stuff. And me and Christy were talking about some extra income I was getting. And I was like, oh, yeah, I sold a few more games. Mm hmm. And so, but, like, it wasn't enough to to write off or anything like that. And the woman at the counter was like, oh, what games were they? And she was kind of older, and I was like, oh, I mean, I guess, like, you know, the Sega Dreamcast? She's like, oh, I got that. And I was like, yeah? She's like, yeah. So, So every time a new game system came out, she bought one for herself or for somebody else, and another one she just kept boxed.
2: Oh, she was one of those who kept the collector's box version. So she
1: has, like, sealed and boxed, like, Dreamcasts and all the games. And PlayStation and all the games. And, like, Sega Genesis and all the games. I'm like, your house must be insane. Also, you need to go back to her and see if she has a sealed PlayStation 3. Because we need to talk. (laughs) Because I want it. But I was like, oh, that's really cool. Um, And then um, when I go to the the, the, the mailbox place that I go to ship my games, um, the guy's always interested in what I'm selling. But, like, clearly... Um, does not really care that whole lot, but he's always like what are you playing? What are you what are you selling? And I'm like, Oh, I like this game, but it's gotta go. <laughs> gotta leave the home. Just got- just give it to Purnell and I'll just hold on to
2: it. It for brings you. me no joy to sell <laughs> this game. Alright, what is your next track? Okie dokie, let's see. What have I got on my list here? Well, I wanna get this track played because it sounds good
1: and we've been sitting on it for a bit. I think I know this track. You know the track. I know this track. But it's a good It's gotta be. It's, it's gotta from be my, the track. It's f- a prime example of a track it's a prime
2: from a example. game that I would never play, it's but a, it's a good track in good, and of itself. It's a great track, but from a game I wouldn't play. And that and game, it's a great track. <laughs> Rob stuck on repeat. Oh, huh? um, this game is called NBA Live '98, and the track title is called "Fresh Trip." Fresh and Trip, is composed by Tras Damaji or Tras Damaji. Tras Damaji, and the composer, oh, Suggester was our man, Electric boogaloo <laughs> on a fresh trip (laughs) that track title is also called Fresh Trip it's from the game NBA Live 98 it was a good year that was a vintage year Um, composed by Traz Damage I'm probably getting it wrong as I will but it was suggested by listener, Electric Boogaloo.
1: Yeah, we, we meant to play this track in a prior episode, and we ended up picking up a different track from NBA Live, something else. <laughs> which is funny, we were just talking about 1998, the year Resident Evil 2 came out. Yep. And we were just talking about the new Resident Evil 2, which you are, like, enamored with.
2: Yes. Yeah. I just need to do more, spend more time with, because time is tough to get down with. But I do love the game, and I don't love basketball and sports games, but that's the beauty
1: of this suggested track. Were you ever into, were you ever into like the arcade ones? Like, um, okay, so... Almost. Arch Rivals. No. Um, Double Dribble for the NES. Yes and
2: no. Yes and no. My brother and I used to play that game as children. And I grew to hate it because he was good at exploiting the three-point trick,
1: uh, okay,
2: and he would have scores in the triple digits, whereas I'd be still swimming <laughs> around triple, twenty. Th- yeah, and I'd throw a tantrum and yell to my mom to beat him because
1: mm. he's beating me at sports, so she should beat him with a belt. What about what about um like old old school uh, uh Jordan versus Bird, one on one? Darnell and Russell liked it. Yeah, not Purnell though. I wanted to play Shadow Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then okay, NBA Jam get some NBA Jam time NBA Jam is why I lost the the blockbuster video video game challenge yeah I talked about that yeah. yeah for me it was probably the Sonic game because I never got a chance to practice it because that game Why well, wrecked it Sonic it was, I think it was Sonic 3 it, it was, was Sonic 3 yeah and Angel I, Island and I didn't have that yet yeah I kicked I kicked butt at that game <laughs> but
2: I totally lost it at NBA Jam and I'm still reeling over that oh, man, NBA Jam was a fun fun game all, 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 only thing I cared about whether it was unlocking all the weird characters like you can get Bill Clinton you can get that monster from yeah. that game with monsters in it you can get that guy that, you can get Arsenio Hall remember oh, yeah, that they, guy they, yeah was Arsenio Hall in that game I'm almost Arsenio... positive he was unlockable I was about to say I don't think we have the
1: time for you to do the actual <laughs> sk- we'll be <laughs> here all like, night here. we'll be here even longer Um, No, I I really, really, really loved NBA Jam I spent a lot of quarters on that thing (laughs) Chris
2: Murray says I called it Double Dibble Double Dibble
1: (laughs) Oh no, he said the system did NDS couldn't get the pronunciation Double Dibble He goes That's true That's how it goes I was like Blazer Yeah Oh man Something about... The,
2: now, that one I did play. The, oh I got to admit that. I played the living daylights out of Blaze of Steel. And I always enjoyed
1: getting the Gradius minigame in halftime. Yes. Yes. I remember being amazed that there was a game inside another game. And hmm. I'm being like, ooh, I wonder if I get all the enemies. Something will happen. That reminds me. That makes me realize.
2: Nothing they did happens. that in two... different. They put Gradius in two different games. And maybe more. I'm not remembering. Gradius was in Blaze of Steel. And it was in Legend of the Mystical Ninja. You could pay 200 yen to play it at the amusement park. <laughs> And it was, it was uh, the
1: entire first stage. Oh, that's right. I did see that um, in, the, in the track list. And I was like, oh, dang, look at that. All right, well, let's move it on to the next song. This comes to us from Wicked Sephiroth. Thank you for this pick. This is from Tales of Zestiria. Did I say that right? Yeah, Tales of Zestiria. Okay, thank you. Tales of Zestiria on the PlayStation 3. I think it's also on the PlayStation 4. This is called White Light, which is the opening theme. And I think the group... The artist is called Superfly That's what I wrote down and that's what I'm sticking with
0: Superfly
1: Tales of Zestaria, let's go was White Light, the opening to Tales of Zisteria for the PlayStation 3, composed, performed by Superfly. Which, by the way, if you find some time on the side, look up check
2: up their music video for this. It's uh, actually, it's not like elaborate, there's not a lot of crazy special effects, it's just a lot of people in paint.
1: <laughs> but it's good. It's, it's a nice little video. Well, that track came to us from our listener and Patreon subscriber, Wicked Sephiroth. Sephiroth.
3: Oh yeah. Sephiroth. <laughs>
1: but this is a good pick. And yeah, it's a really a pick. Yeah, we don't we don't tend to have a lot of vocal tracks on the show because well, we tend because we tend to talk over them anyway. So it's not good to have like talking and then our talking.
2: Not just that. I always feel like for me, my brain always wants to. Even for like openings, I'm always like, I'll put that on the bonus you. Something about my brain just like gravitates towards well, the bonus track
1: because it feels like it's a complete song, right? You know, well, it is. I mean, it's not like a looped thing. It's not for gameplay. It's an opening song. Um, yeah, so Hysteria, Tales of Hysteria. I have um, found that it's on the PlayStation 3 and on the PlayStation 4.
2: I was about to say, you, have, you already checked, I was about to say it, don't quote me on it, but I'm almost positive Hysteria. I think it did get a PS3
1: release in Japan. That oh, yeah, be because I just wikied it, and it was like 3 and 4, and I was like, word. It's in the States, <laughs> it's on the 4 only, but Japan had positive. Put it the doc, put it
2: in the docs. <laughs> Well, the rumor is that PS5, I'm hoping, Mixmaster goes, I wonder if the PS5 will play PS4 games. And the rumor mills claim it's going to play everything. Yeah. Which it really should because I heard a friend today comment that his PS3 officially
1: broke, and I felt pain from reading that. I feel like developer tools nowadays and a lot of these programming environments, like you can, I think they have, um, I think they're just you're being able to export to all these different platforms now. Whereas it isn't like, like you had to know a certain language for certain systems and develops in certain ways. There's, all those nuances now are being, um, uh, they're, they're similar in all these different places. What's going on, Proud?
2: Crap, apparently I owe Chris Murray a code red because we both referenced the jump PS5 rumor at the same time. Oh. Crap, now i got to mail this man a code red. You know the shipping charge on liquids is insane, right? It's crazy, but if you tell them it's for Chris Murray. They'll, they'll wave the the feet.
1: No, if you don't tell them, that <laughs> that that there's liquids true. in there.
2: Well, the, it's the weight of it, really. That's what causes it to be so much. The liquid weighs oh, Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The liquid weight. Um. That's a cool song. Yes, I do like this right. track. Let's just keep it on rolling, man. Let's. What's your, what's your final track? Final track. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna
2: do it. It's from a really weird freaking game that Morton Gangso suggested. I even looked it up, but we'll talk about that in and a second. This,
1: this isn't the first time we've heard from this series. It is not. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if Morton Gangso suggested that one too. I think so. But
2: the music is so good, it doesn't matter. It's crazy. It's from a game called Tower Unite, Planet Panic, Realm... No, well, the, it's, the game is called Tower Unite. The game within the game is called Planet Panic. Right. And then the theme is called Main Round 2, and is composed by William Smith, and is
1: Oh, man, is that Will Smith?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that clean rap, I, that wholesome rap. I, I'm just happy not to have an unknown on my, my, <laughs> on my, uh, my, my uh, track list, but... <laughs> my name is Will, and I'm here oh, to say no. that I like defending my towers this way with my clean na- rap. <laughs> my name is Rob, and I'm here to say... I'm going to play this track from William Smith. My name is Rob. I can just keep doing that over and over.
2: listening to main round two from the game Tower Unite sub-game Planet Panic composed by William Smith and suggested by Morton Gang so a game
1: I would have never heard of in any way shape or form I think Tower Unite's like the developer comp- or like the company or something and like and, and Planet Panic is just one of the games they produced, like in a series of games
2: that's what I'm saying I feel like it's they close like Tower Unite is like the series of games yeah and then Planet Panic is a sub-game that's why I call it like, a sub-game of sorts but like I looked it up See if I can find some footage. I can understand what the heck this was, and apparently involves cute animals driving UFOs, stealing other cute animals, and putting (laughs) them in bowls. I I love it. I love it. It's a weird thing, but this music makes it worthy. And
1: I'm not sure what kind of game is it. A PC game? Like guess is a PC game. Yeah, it's a PC game. Um, uh, you get on Steam, and yeah, and I think they just create lots of little crazy mini type mini game type games. And this is just one of them. And, and the music on these things are really fun. Like, they're fun. They're funky. Really, really good stuff. People on, people on, our, uh, on, our, on our Patreon chat right now are asking for Purnell to send them um, some potato chips, which might be easier to send through the mail. I can crunch them on the microphone.
2: <laughs> ben, <laughs> the that would be, I fun for, do, I think.
1: That'd be fun for nobody. So it would
2: almost be funny. You know it would be kind of weird? What's up? A weird giveaway. If someone were like, because
1: obviously hers is a local brand. Yeah, we should do some kind of crazy giveaway. We also have like we have like buttons and stickers and things.
2: Yeah, but like hey, on yeah. the whim, like we can like well, come up with a come up with a reason to do it. Like okay, if you do this or something, we'll just send you like a care package of potato chips.
1: Yeah, for like, hers. But it's got to be something like ridiculously like like crazy. Like if you get um, a tattoo of just the letter P.
2: Well, I actually want people to do this, Yes. so <laughs> yes. I'm not going to suggest that. <laughs> it's got to be something people uh, will actually consider doing.
1: It's got to be crazy. It's got to be crazy. It's got to be crazy. If they um, if they break the law somehow, and then as the police are taking them away, they go, I love Rhythm well, and Pixels. Well, clearly Bobby Arson
2: is like, I'll do it. I'm like, well, there it is.
1: Bob, yeah, no.
2: <laughs> rhythm and <laughs> Pixels for life when the taser comes out.
1: Oh, like, yeah. like, why would you do that? But thank you, nonetheless. It's because Bobby's a G, that's why. <laughs> no, he'll get a P. Oh, he'll Act get too. a P. I'm sorry, he's an absolute P. That's right. <laughs> All right, this track is going down, downtown.
3: <laughs> oh, my
2: cheek.
1: <G. laughs> and we're getting into the part of the show we call the bonus round.
2: <laughs> the bonus round. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard P on my cheek. That's good. I'm ready the bonus round.
1: The bonus round. Bonus round is the part of the show where we play covers and remixes based on our theme. And this week, um, I didn't pick a bonus round from uh, a suggestion. <laughs>
2: i just stuck on the idea, <laughs> like a guy a cheap, ribbon fix right here. What is it me? Yeah, you
1: face, better ask me. Face tattoos are like real popular right it's now. It's all the
0: rage. <laughs> on the
1: other. Now I don't want to be. I don't want to be on anyone's body. Leave me I'm, out of this. Oh my knuckles. Leave me out of this. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's rhythms. No, I want, um, on one hand, I want Sonic on my knuckles, and on my other knuckles, I want knuckles. <laughs> oh, God. Where's Tails going to go? You know where it goes. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tails.
1: Oh, he boy. He didn't ask for this. And Robotnik is somewhere else. All right, so the, <laughs> the bonus rounds of the part of the show where we play covers and remixes based on our theme. This week, I've picked um, another uh, Synthwave track, uh, and that's from one of my new mixes on YouTube. And this track is called Waterfall, and it is from the game Undertale. Is this a legend about not chasing them? Yeah, no. <laughs> Just stick to the rivers and the paths that you're used to. I know. I'm trying to, because I know that one way I'm <laughs> going to find my to way. The Undertale
0: that used to.
1: Anyway, uh, this, is, uh, this one is remixed by the artist Synthalix. is waterfall from the game undertale remixed by the artist Synthalix. please stick to the stop yeah <laughs> we would spend a lot of like 90s music references all night we were just talking about Arrested development um i used to i used to listen to that tape over and over and over again just flipping it over flipping it over i probably wore the whole thing out uh, every day after school I, I would do my homework and listen to arrested development <laughs> i was obsessed with that tape Back in the '90s, I didn't even have a taste in music. I'll admit that openly. Mm. I
2: listened to whatever people around me listened to, which is why it's going to, as corny as it's going to sound. That's why I like I like them still, mind you. But that's mm. why I got into like Nirvana, yeah, and um, was like
1: Creed and yeah, all the whole gr- the whole grunge scene.
2: Yeah, whatever yeah. my friends were listening to, if it stuck out to me, I liked it too. But I never went and found it myself, mm-hmm. which is why when I started finding music myself, that's when I got into all the crazy stuff like Bis and Catastrophe Wife and uh, Opeth and just random stuff, Hysteric Blue and Strawberry Machine Gun and Yellow Machine Gun. Mm-hmm. Both of those are real bands. Uh, I found lots of crazy music, but before it was like, whatever, you know. Oh, have a good night, Chris Murray. Chris Murray is leaving the chat
1: goodbye goodbye
2: have a good, and good night, night buddy
1: and we'll see you next 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 month on rhythm and pixels now we'll see you we'll see you next time I right, what's your what's your pick so I'm going out on a cool note
2: here um oddly enough this is the very first time I picked two tracks from the same person hmm. because I had to <laughs> so this is another christineerson submission. And it is a Black Mages track. Hence, you know why I had to pick him. It was Black Mages. Oh, yeah. And it's a track based on one of the only things I like about Final Fantasy VIII. (laughs) So all the more reason to pick it. Um, Man with the Machine Gun, done by the Black Mages, a fantastic, fantastic band. You'll like it.
1: You'll, 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 You'll like it. Did you dig it? Did you
2: did you did you dig it?
1: <laughs> Uematsu was like,
0: "Can you
3: dig it?"
2: <laughs> hey there, hope you enjoyed this track. That was "Man with the Machine Gun" done a la Black Mages. Yes, suggested by Chris Steenerson. I love the Black Mages in pretty much every single bloody thing that they
1: have ever done. Oh, it's just all of it is just you know compositions and songs that are just amazing, just so good. And then you get like a full rock band with the composers just jamming out, you know? Yes. I love it. I love it so much. It's so good.
2: Got to bring this up on the chat because it's mm-hmm. worth it. I think this topic is important enough that we need to say it to people listening right now. Right. Which means we might get responses like a year later. Um, <laughs> For someone, right? We have a listener in the group, the autistic gamer, fan and fan and friend of the podcast. He's only ever played Final Fantasy VII. He hasn't played any other Final Fantasy games. Yeah. And he is looking for his next fix what would in the ne- series. So, what would be next? What would be next? There are so many good options. Rob and I came and agree on the suggested one for him. It's hard. We're, we're, it's like we need we need some listeners input.
1: I'm with you, though. Like, you know, if you've only played seven, go check out six. Because if you're going to check out an older one or, or an older um, generation one, mm-hmm. check out six. Yeah Um, I love 10 I love 10 so much That I feel like You can just jump into it And enjoy it Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely great
2: So basically Between the two of us We're looking at 6 and 10 yeah. But you guys might even have other ones. You're like, I'd rather you go do that one. Yeah, next I don't something. know.
1: Someone <laughs> might say 15 is just a blast. Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's 15 looks like fun. It's definitely been on my radar when it came
2: you know, out. No, Chris Diederson was joking, but we going to flat out say it. Do not suggest Final Fantasy four after years, and do not suggest Final
1: Fantasy X-2, because you will be wrong on both counts. X-2 <laughs> is like new game plus for 10.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if, which <laughs> means that even if you like ten two, 2 you should probably play 10
3: first.
1: Yeah, but... It, but I don't know, it stands on its own. It's fun. Although it is just to revisit the world and the music. But it's so good. I love the music of that game. I'm gonna play more of it in our next episode, just somehow I have to find a way to do it.
2: <laughs> topic it's Two, the topic Wacky girl bonding adventures Yeah, that's going to be Only the Only games that
1: involve Wacky girl bonding Yeah, magical Magical girl bonding adventures <laughs> There you go
2: <laughs> We'll do it And that'll get that'll get you to chat I'll be on there now I'll play something from Magic Knight Rares <laughs> And It'll uh, be good
1: we'll yeah. come a couple Oh, there's lots to choose from
2: Actually, surprisingly enough I guess there yeah, is yeah,
1: we love it Alright, so for more information On our bonus round part of the show Go to rhythmandpixels.com We'll have links to uh, band camps and SoundClouds YouTube pages Everywhere You can go get the music, buy the music, and support the artists. Alright, thank you for joining us on episode 17-4 of Rhythm and Pixels, our February... February Live streamed episode for Patreon subscribers.
2: We gotta come up with a good name for some Patreon pizzazz. Patreon pizzazz. Patreon potential party.
1: Patreon patina. <laughs> Patreon patina. What is a patina? A uh, patina, like I don't know. I was. I hear about. Like, it's a whoa. petite girl named Tina. No, like wood. Yeah, patina. <laughs> No, I like, oh, that wood has a fine patina on it. Anyway, thank you for listening to all these wonderful tracks brought to us from Patreon subscriber suggestions. Um, every single one of them, except for my my bonus round track. They're all suggestions. They're all fantastic. We're going out on this final track. This is the theme song to Mega Man Battle Network 6. This was composed by Yoshino Aoki, and this came to us from The Nick Walker. Thank That's you. That
2: Nick Walker.
1: Thank God. God. Oh, I said the, it's that. That Nick Walker. (laughs) It's the definitive article! (laughs) (laughs) It's not the Nick Walker, it's that Nick Walker. (laughs) Um, Yeah, great suggestion. I I love this music. Um, Yeah, Yoshino uh, Yoshino Aoki, her music in this series is amazing. It's so good. And I, I, love, I love the sound she gets out of, out of the Game Boy Advance. I'm actually wondering. I never looked into
2: this. i wonder if this person did the music for all the Battle Network games.
1: I think she did because we had a Battle Network episode and her name is all over it. Yeah, because I love the OST from these games. And funny enough,
2: I never played through... I never played 6 and I never played 4. Mm-hmm. And it makes me almost wonder if I should go back because Battle Network, when that was coming out,
1: they were churning those things out yearly. Like, it was... it was a Yeah, it, when they were coming out, they were like, they were going, 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 going. And now there's, like, nothing like it anymore. It's like, it's kind of done.
2: Yeah, now we got that fan game that's coming out soon that's inspired by Battle yeah, Network. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's not even a fan game. It's inspired by Battle Network. And we're going to have the developers on our show once the game is in, like, early access. And now my body is ready. Yeah, because they're which, still which, finalizing which, the soundtrack.
2: We're speaking of ready bodies, I feel like we should mention it on the show just because. Okay. Going to miss you, Reggie. From Nintendo Oh okay It's odd That I should even care That a business personality Is leaving a company And yet for some reason I am kind of saddened That Reggie's Bolton Hmm You might not be too familiar With the guy But he's charismatic For days Yes And that's what makes him awesome He's very charismatic And it's like Whoa this guy made Nintendo into a thing that wasn't just a game. I actually don't mind listening to when like a when like a
1: business head has to speak about it. Well, RIP Reggie, RIP. Well, no, RIP not dead. Oh, why are we talking about him like this? <laughs> because
2: he's leaving the company, which uh, means he
1: he's gone. I'll, I'll go for him, but not dead. Made that money? Yeah, he made that money. Huh? Now he's done. Mail it to me. That's Shoot. a dream, man. Hook me up. Work, work yourself till you're almost dead. He's a big guy. Now, the dream is to work
2: yourself until you're like 45, but somehow manage to make a mint in the process and then spend your last years just like blowing it all while you still have the energy to go and travel in mess. That's the dream. <laughs>
1: young enough to enjoy it.
2: And also enough money to swim in a giant pool of jello because that would be pretty swank
1: too. You know, I think we can just do that. I think we can just figure that out, because jell not that expensive. It's not the
2: Jell-O, it's, the, cle- it's the cleaning the pool afterwards. <laughs> it's the pool, Rob. The pool is expensive. The pool is expensive, <laughs> the maintenance after you got Jello swirling all in, the bottom is going through <laughs> the filters and mess. And then imagine having to look the guy in the eye when he shows up to clean the pool, and he's like, "I don't know what's going on over here, man. There's like this red glop all over the
1: place." And like he's well, like, I, "I got no answers for that." He shows up at the house, and he's like, "Again." <laughs> that is true. But you could always pin it on rowdy teens. <laughs> yeah, it's the ro- rowdy teens. Rowdy teens filling it up with jello. That's right. I was out,
2: I was out of town on a business trip, and when I came
1: back, my pool was just gunky. Yeah, they're tired of you know. You know, shoplifting and, and and vandalizing cars. Now they're just filling pools full of jello and swimming in it. Um, I'd like to uh, suggest to the court that we uh, make jello illegal. Don't you dare! We can't let this technology fall into the wrong hands. It
2: already has. It <laughs> fell into my hands.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's tell people how they can get in touch with us um, through our email address, rhythmandpixels at hotmail If you'd like more information about our show. And a full track listing of all of our episodes and links to all the cool stuff that we're doing, go to the website. RhythmandPixels at hotmail.com. That's also the email address. Because I'm half out of it thinking
2: about pools and jello. <laughs> RhythmandPixels.com is the web address. Strawberry Jello is a preferred flavor to put into a swimming pool. There, okay, good. It mixes with the
1: chlorine, right? Mm-hmm. Delicious. It's so delectable. So good. Um, you can also see us on social media places. There's Facebook, and there's Twitter, there's Instagram, and there's YouTube. It's just Rhythm and Pixels. Just to put it in there. It's all one word, and we'll show up in whatever, wherever you search it. Um, we're really easy to find, So, and we, and we like to respond. So even if you ask us questions or whatever on Instagram, we'll, we'll wave we'll wave back. We love hearing from you. You better
2: believe it. You message, you message us on some form of platform, and we're going to talk back to you right.
1: because you, we like the get Right. You message us, and Purnell will send you a dollar. Hey yeah hey I know He's... it'll be a monopoly dollar but you'll appreciate it I think It's amazing that you've um, you've agreed to this. Um, and if you don't <laughs> like <Go>
3: this...
2: <laughs> Here's some Tony and Demon stuff, might be bad. To... You know how many copies of Monopoly I've had to purchase to
1: fulfill this obligation? <laughs> and if you'd like to support the show, because now we're going to need the support. <laughs> um, Monopoly but... ain't cheap. Then <laughs> hit the subscribe button, or whatever you're listening to, or like, or, or wherever you are. There should be a button for for something like that. Or go to slash rhythm and pixels. In um, there you'll get access to our live streams once a month. You'll get access to some maybe whatever funky stuff we'll like to put on there. And we like to thank all of our Patreon subscribers at the end of the episode. And it begins. <laughs> it begins. <laughs> I'd like to thank that Nick Walker. That Nick Walker. I want to thank Alex the Messenger. Messenger. He's got
2: like a new thing coming jubba. Jubba, jubba, jubba.
1: Anyway, thanks, Alex. I want to thank Steve Miller I want to thank The Autistic Gamer Thanks for hanging out With us tonight I want to thank Cameron Worma Love that guy I want to thank Christopher Shenstrom Love that guy I Love that guy too uh, Damian Beckles Love him uh, Bobby Arson Of the One Up Funk Band Love all of them He's got some Cool new stuff coming up I hope he's okay That I say it But some stuff With Mega Ran Which is fantastic news really? I want to thank Wicked Sephiroth Oh love him uh, Okay Impala Love him and his car Carlos Kung Fu Carlito from the Heroes 3 podcast Love him (laughs) Kung Fu to you (laughs) Kung Fu to you too I want to thank Henrik Anderson of the Camouflage Commodore 64 podcast. Love him. That guy's got some humor for days. Uh, Michael Bridgewater from the Forever Sound Version podcast. Which will um, you'll hear our lovely voices along with his.
2: Love him and his taste for really weird fake brands of tea.
1: Yes, you'll you'll hear all about that. So then hit the next Forever Sound Version episode, I'll it's like Jim. We're going to be on it, and we had a really good time. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, I want to thank Brian Pitt yes love him he's oh. an awesome dude by the way yeah he is uh morton Gangso, thanks for your picks too love him
2: and i love your wacky taste in games <laughs> keep sending in recommendations man because i like what we
1: get from you uh chris murray do you still love him he got me in the match land so i'm kind of torn <laughs> but yeah he's a good guy too yeah, i want to thank uh soulless sanctuary love her she's a good person to thank jupiter jazz Love her. Great person. I want to thank John Jekyll, Mix Six Master. Love Jingleheimer Schmidt. (laughs) He's a great guy. Uh, Joe Vassallo. Love Vassallo. Chris Steenerson. That man's got good taste. Love him. And David Smith. Love David Smith. He's got a wacky name. All of you. All of you, all of you. you. Thank you so much for your continued support of the show. Thanks for tuning in and seeing us on your YouTube page or Patreon page or on your screen. On, on your uh, on your phone while you're at work, razzle dazzle. We're 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 here. We're here for you. Thanks all all so much for listening. I agree, and honestly,
2: by all means, like one thought I had, just if I want to talk more about games, but I can't think of what people want to freaking. Hear. <laughs> If you have any idea for games, you like, if you're like, hey, talk about games some more. Maybe the, the YouTube page or something, or even like just throw up like random like mm. thoughts on like uh, the Facebook page. Like, I want to record myself rambling stuff. Yeah, anything. Just give me some suggestions. Otherwise, write in suggestions. I don't just, know, man. I don't stuff. think
1: you need a pretense to talk about stuff.
2: That is true, but it, it, the <laughs> pretense comes in knowing people want to hear about mm. like if it's just like talk about that game you're playing at the present I totally would do that yeah because I just like talking about
1: games I'm playing and I play a lot of games these days I honestly think that's a great place to start maybe I'll do that yeah. maybe I'll do that Well, um, I only
2: got my butt dead Robbie Review record.
1: <laughs> well next week on the show we're gonna have lame genie
2: Good, dad. Love those guys
1: Yeah for at least a little bit um, The shorter style interview But we'll have them on the show and Maybe we'll have we can some. convince them to stick around for fun man. Just for a little while Oh that's right No, We also have um, uh, The Mad Gear
2: But that's not next week That's nah,
1: soon though But that's a that's a show I forgot about <laughs> No you Because March is full up yeah, It's a good month it's good stuff It's a good month for Rhythm and Pixels But thank you all for listening This is Rhythm and Pixels The video game music podcast My name has been Rob Nichols And my name might be Purnell Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And remember,
2: pranks are great. Pranks? Being a mischief maker is also pretty cool. But, it comes with limitations. You want to be a prankster in the right way. You want to make jokes and do things that make people laugh, not make them hate you. If they're chasing you with a bat or a sharp object, you did something wrong. Mm. If they're chasing you with love or a bat, (laughs) then maybe you did something right. But the point is, it's always mischief can be fun it livens the day up keeps people from getting bored but just don't don't it don't do it